Hi, it's Rick Madison, uh, Rick and Friends, and thank you for listening. We have uh, a special guest. It's 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 taken a while to coordinate our schedules, but uh, I'm glad she's here. Her name is Galina, and I'm just going to try to pronounce the last name. Kasperska? Correct. Perfect. Okay. Thank you very much, Rick. <laughs> so um, the, the reason I wanted to get uh, Galina in to have a conversation is because we've heard about this conflict, obviously, in, in Ukraine. Um, and I really wanted to get somebody's version of, of what truly is going on because we hear media reports some of us uh, may think that they're they're being skewed what have you we don't even know so that's why I wanted to get somebody's because I, I would imagine you have uh, relatives and family still back yes. in Ukraine um, so let's back it up a bit so when did you first arrive in Canada I arrived in Canada last year in April I think it was like 8th or 10th of April, I don't remember exactly the date. Okay, and, and the conflict broke February? In uh, 24 of February, it was early morning, 24 of February. So tell me about the events leading up to that. Obviously you knew something was, was brewing, something was going to happen. Um, what were other people, people in your neighborhood, your family, what were they all talking about before the conflict? Was it this is going to happen or it probably won't happen? Um, all those uh, talkings and gossip starts uh, since like uh, end of the uh, December 20, 2021, I think. People start talking about this because news and I don't know, some actions, politicals or I don't know what. Everybody says, oh, probably it will be war next year or something because... Um, some people have the friends on the border and they saw how the military uh, cars and all those weapons coming closer to Ukrainian border. Mm -hmm. And everybody talk with each other about it and it's like, you know, like gossiping all over Ukraine. But nobody believes. And we're talking about this in January and even end of the January. And if, um, I remember one day somebody called me and said, it will be... Uh, they will uh, in invasion like 16th of, of February. Mm -hmm. Russian will be here. No, nobody believes. Nobody believes. People talks about this like constantly, but nobody believes this. No, it's just like Putin. He's crazy. He wants to uh, war us or I don't know what. You know, nobody believes. And when it's happened, it was shock. It was like absolutely shock. You know. So. So what what region of Ukraine were you in? I'm from Kiev. I um, originally I was born uh, to give you some uh, uh, historical things about <laughs> me. So I was born in Russia, actually. Mm. My mom is hundred percent Russia, and all her relatives Russian. Like uh, I know even my um, I know I saw the picture and like um, I know my grand grandfather and I know who he was and everything. From my father's side, it's like mix uh, Ukrainian. Some uh, people from East Euro Europe. So, so, but my father he's Ukrainian, like on papers, yes. So, and I was born in Russia. My mom was pregnant, and she was with her mom in the Nizhny Novgorod. It's like central area of U of Russia. It's like uh, only uh, six hours from the Moscow. And all my childhood, I spent there. Every summer holidays, I spent with my grandmother. She was a beautiful woman. It's like the best woman in my life, you know. So you can imagine, like, half of my blood and my relative Russians. Uh, 
so and I, uh, and I live in Nikolaev. It's like south part of Ukraine when I growing up, when I was a child with my parents. It's in Nikolaev. It's like next to Odessa and Kherson. It's like border between uh, uh, Russian territory right now. Like Kherson is still occupied. Not, not occupied. They are free. But some part of this area is like not far from Nikolaev. Absolutely. Like a couple hours, you know. Mm-hmm. And my parents is still there. And uh, me and my husband. My husband from Kiev. And we live in Kiev, and after we move to the Vyshgorod. Vyshgorod is like suburb of Kiev. It's like small, beautiful city. Same like Irpin. If you heard about Irpin, you know what's happened in Irpin uh, when the Russian invasion starts, like what they're doing there. It's like 20 minutes from from Vyshgorod. Oh, is it? Okay. Yes, I've been there many times, and we want to, before we buy our apartments in Vyshgorod, we want, we check the same apartment in Irpin we want to buy there. I don't know why we didn't do this, but I I can't imagine what's happened if we live there. So, uh, so, so I'm from Vyshgorod, it's like Kiev, it's still Kiev, and uh, when it's happened, I was there in my bed, in my apartment. So did you have planes flying overhead and, and like, have you heard gunshots and and missiles? Sure, we was uh, awake uh, in this, uh, this was like 5 or 5.30 in the morning. It was not so bright outside, it was like still a bit dark, you know. Mm -hmm. And I woke up uh, because, uh, because of sound, it's like huge sound, like, very loud, some something explore, you know, like boom, mm-hmm. and it's my like I think building was shaking a bit. I don't know, and I immediately like I'm not even jumping. I just like fell down from my bed and I opened curtain curtains and I saw the uh, I saw the lights because mm, I live in new building and it's very high like yours here, and on 13th floor, and. Uh, I opened the curtains and forest, uh, Vyshgorod, it's like inside of the forest, you know? Mm-hmm. And I saw the, those red, orange light ab- above the, those trees, you know? Like, I said, oh my God, it's war. And my first thought is war, war it starts. And after this, I, I heard one more time, boom, somewhere, boom, again, those sounds when some something explodes around. And those first attacks, when they just start, it was like they start from Kiev. Kiev, Irpin, Vyshgorod, Gastomels, it's like all those suburb city around the Kiev. Mm-hmm. So that's why. In this day, it was like real, it's like war started. After a couple hours, phones, everybody calling, like, and I went out after a few hours outside, and it was traffic in my city because everybody packing and jump in car and drive, you know? Everybody wants to leave the city and mm-hmm. uh, everybody driving to the Poland, to the our border with Poland, you know. It was crazy. And <clears throat> so when you when you heard that and like was your your building shaking? Was was it like because you, you it's could... and after after a couple hours, I know it was like the um, I, what I saw those explosion. It was um, we have like. Um, Millet, like what is this? Uh, when young guys, like 18 years old, they uh, uh, spend one year um, training in military. Training in military, yes. Okay. It was this place, yeah. and they uh, bombed this place. You know, they explore explore this place. Yes, I don't know how many people it was killed there. I don't I don't know about this, but what is was you know. 
So, so have you <clears throat> have you lost family and, and friends to the conflict yeah. already? Yes. I had uh, my mom, uh, my grandmother's uh, uh, sister. She live, she live, I still say, she live in Mariupol. If you heard about Mariupol, what's happened. And she and her daughter, they, I lost them. I, they disappeared, you know. I don't know if they still alive, if they killed, if where they are. No connection. I, st- I was looking for them, start to research and uh, all what I can do, but no. I never find them. Probably they killed. Because she, old, uh, she was 89 years old lady, very old. And her daughter, uh, she's 56 or something. So... And from my best friend, uh, she, her father was killed. And another my friend, her father was killed. Uh, so many people, uh, you know, so it's like, yes, I know the people who was killed, who mm-hmm. I know, and they die. It's so sad. Um, <clears throat> is, is there, for, for you, did you see the the political side of it before the conflict started? Like, did, did you know why the war was happening? Like, did you know why that the Putin was starting this this invasion? Like, did you, were you, you know, were you reading the newspapers? Were you seeing, you know, the, the tension created? Like, was that something that you knew about? Like I said before, nobody believed. Yes, people, we read, we talk about this and everything, but we're not, we're not, we cannot imagine in 21st century it can happen, you know? Never. We never think. I, I, I realize, like, Putin crazy, and he's, like, he imagined himself like he's a king of Russia, mm-hmm. you know? But we think, oh, no, he never do this war. No, kill people for what? But when it's happened, uh, all those opinion what we have and thoughts it comes up and uh, yes he doesn't want uh, ukraine exists like a country like independent country in the middle of the europe he doesn't want us to be in the uh, european european union or nato or i don't know what because to be honest um, if you know something about russia and ukraine russia it's what it's moscow st petersburg and a couple more big cities it's beautiful cities. I've been many times, and uh, I was many times in Moscow and St. Petersburg. Uh, a lot of I travel a lot through the Russia. Mm-hmm. It's beautiful cities. But if you drive like 200 kilometers from Moscow, it's totally disaster. It's a villages that doesn't have lights, uh, that doesn't have uh, gas, natural gas or something. You know, it's very poor people. It's huge country with over than 100 millions population, and it's very poor. Ukraine is not like this. After we separate from the Soviet Union and we start our own um, country and new life, you know, and especially last uh, few years, everything is changed in Ukraine in a good way. Because of Europe, we want to be in Europe, part of Europe, you know. You, uh, Ukrainian hardworking people, we love to live good, you know, spend money, work hard to make money and after enjoy the life, you know. And in smaller country, I think it's much more easy, you know, to create something new and uh, with good, good profit, good life. And in for Russia, no, they drink a lot. They doesn't love to work. Uh, they just want, I don't know, kill Ukrainian for now. Like all, all what I can see, what they say is those stupid people. In other, my opinion, it's totally changed about the Russian and Russian people. 
I stopped talking with all my relatives, all, you know, I send them, uh, when they, then they text me, send me a message, call me and ask what's happened, blah, blah, blah. And uh, I explain what's happened, where I am now. So I'm with only one suitcase and my daughter and my dog and my cat, my husband and all my family are still in Ukraine. And I left, I don't know where, you know, just to save my daughter's life only because of this. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they, oh, Kalia, like um, it's my short name. It's just politics. I send the picture from the Bucha, uh, from the Irpin, when it's like dead, dead body on the streets, mm-hmm. m- uh, civil people, not uh, militaries, you know, like civil, like men, women, children. And so, oh, it's just fake. They pretend it's just a fake body. It's not real. Can you imagine? It's my relatives. It's not like. Uh, people who I just met. No, I try to explain, and they don't believe. Who who didn't believe you though? It's who? it's my uh, ankles, a few of my ankles, and my cousins. They, they didn't li- believe you. No, they said it's fake, and and they they told me you do, don't need to believe in this because it's a fake. It's a fake, yes. And all those people in Russia, most of them, um, they say the same things. It's a fake. So they didn't want you to leave. They uh, no, they just uh, they don't believe in genuinely like uh, cities bombing, people killed because in uh, those uh, TV what they have at home it's totally uh, another thing, uh, propaganda saying another thing like it's Ukraine we are killing the Nazis they bring them we we want them uh, we give them freedom you know like I ask him I live all my life in Ukraine where is the Nazis show me one at least. Mm-hmm. You know, and so they they just kept saying this is all just it's going to go away. It's yes, going to be fine. Yes, just yes. just believe that that yes. this is just not a, yes. a war. This well, is Putin something save you. Yes, he bring the freedom in your city because all those Nazis in your government. No, no, no. It's not good. Yes. Oh, so you fundamentally how is it was it difficult to get out of the country though? Oh, it's take for like. Um, it's like normally from my city to the Poland uh, border with Poland, it's like uh, five hours drive, five, six hours. But it's take for us uh, eight hours uh, with sitting the bus to the Rovna. Rovna is city not far, it's west part of Ukraine, not far from the Poland. We stay there on one night and after we find another bus, and five more hours to the border, and we stay on the border like 12 or 14 hour, uh, hours to cross the border, you know? Mm-hmm. Because it's in those times, it was, it was 28th of uh, February when we take this trip, start this trip, and it's take like three, around three days. It's generally it's take to reach Poland, to be in the Poland. So did you take, like what possessions, what, what did you take with you? Nothing, you know, just a couple of things for my daughter, changing clothes for change, like something like this. And it's all nothing. When I, I unpack my, I remember when I unpacked my suitcase in the one month later in the Warsaw, so I find funny things because I was in the shock. When you're packing, you don't understand what you need, where you're going, what you need to put, you know, how mm. long, when you come back, it's like a total mess because you don't understand nothing. And when I, it was winter, and when I find the uh, swimsuit, I said, oh, nice, I even put the swimsuit. Why? I don't have any idea, but when you're in shock, you like. 
but you don't know. You, yes. you don't know. My, my uh, house burned down in 2003 and we had to pack very quickly to get out. And, and I just remember pack, you pack the most ridiculous things because it's you're true. kind of in shock. Yes. Yeah. So your husband stayed behind. Is that true? Yes, because he was uh, with us uh, to the Polish border. He tried to cross, but no, military sent him back because it was closed for the men's. And oh. for, till now it's closed for the men's, you know. Oh, okay. If you're on the age to be in the military, so you should stay in Ukraine. So a lot of people, I would imagine, probably cross the border through other means. Yeah. 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 So, you know, today, um, and, and why did you pick Canada to, to go to? It's like um, accidentally, you know. I don't know why. It's just accidentally. Uh, I have the uh, I have a uh, U.S. visa and I've been in U.S. couple times and I think about U.S. Maybe I need to go there because I've been there and I little bit understand. Maybe I don't know, but I never been in Canada before. Never. But when my daughter she doesn't have the U.S. visa and when I start to uh, apply all the papers for her in the Warsaw, uh, her um, appointment for the interview supposed to be like after a few months it's because it's already thousands of people want to left so you can imagine how many people and I doesn't want to wait so long and I apply for both of us uh, for Canadian visa and we get these papers after I think two weeks and bought the f- tickets and and we're here <laughs> <laughs> and and tell me about your because I, I can only I can't even imagine you you arrive in this strange country you've never been in before and and what was it like because obviously you're in Kelowna um did you just accidentally find yourself in Kelowna because I would imagine you flew into Kelowna or Vancouver Vancouver yes. Vancouver and then just decided or how was Kelowna picked uh, out of all the places you could have gone same story accidentally you <laughs> know I don't have nothing about, I don't know nothing about Canada, about nothing at all, you know. I even cannot imagine. Right now, after time, I realize, so Canadian, it's totally different. They're not like U.S. people in U.S. It's different, you know. But in nicer? those moments... Are we nicer? Yes. <laughs> much nicer, yes. Sometimes it's too much even, you know. But it's okay, you know. I get used for everything, but still, but uh, it's good for us, I think. And when I will land in the Vancouver, in those times, I remember very good, you know, some memories, it's so clear still, but some, I just don't remember. Sometimes even Alina, it's my daughter's name, she asked me something, do you remember? And I absolutely nothing. I said, really? We do this? I don't know, probably because of the situation of shock, I don't know. And I remember in those times when we arrived here, I crying every day. Right now I'm good. After six months, I recover a bit. But those days, I remember during three months, I was crying every day. Every day. I thought mm. I will be, I don't know, insane or I need to be in the crazy house. I, I don't know why I need some medication to get normal after. But really, I was crying. You can say me a good word, I start crying. Bad word, I start crying, you know. It doesn't matter. It was disaster, absolutely disaster. Only because of her, I'm, I'm still alive, you know, because when you have your child, a small one, and you need to protect her and care about her, it's like it's keeping you together, you know. If it's not my daughter next to me, I don't know what's happened. I don't have any idea. 
So she keeps you really uh, yes. your head above water because it yes. sounds like you've gone through so much. You've ripped, you know, yes. basically ripped a family apart, arrived in a strange country. Like, I mean, all those things. And now I can just imagine like the only the, the courage it took to be able to leave because a lot of people, as you said, were saying, don't leave. I, I mean, this is just going to pass and this is not what you think it is. And, and for you to even push through that and just leave four days after the conflict started yeah that's a big decision yes <laughs> because it's I, I, all what i did it's only because of my daughter my husband in those moments he was still like uh, uh he don't believe it's something serious happened okay everybody think after one week it's done you know they find a solution with our government then they talk and everything is gone no it's never happened and he even doesn't want me to left, you know, like, stay, everything will be okay. But I said, no, no, it's crazy Russia. I don't know why, but I want to leave the country. I want to run. Mm-hmm. And I was right, because see. So, and tell me about, what do you know about your, your leader, Zelensky? Zelensky, I, I think, you know, I remember when we voted for him, I was voting for him, actually, yes. Really? <laughs> yes. And in, in, in those moments, I was like, oh, my God, he's a comedian, he's an actor, he's like, blah, blah, blah. How he can be president? Because you're, you realize for to be the leader of the country, you need to know, you need to have some skills, mm-hmm. knowledge, yes, something at least about politics and everything. It's not so easy, yeah? And I have those, like, uh, I was not sure about him. But so many people uh, around, my friends and his friends, uh, with who he working, like, during the last 20 years, everybody, uh, one thing what they're saying about him, like, he's such a good uh, personality, like, honest, open heart, you know, like, and kind person. I think this is uh, it's for important for me. You know, like all of your all of people around you and your friends saying like you good. How you can be shit? You know how you can hide your shit? No, mm-hmm. it's mean like probably you good. Yes, you good person. If everybody's saying same things, so and in those moments I believe and I vote for him and he's won. See. And right now, I, I say Ukraine was blessed because of Zelensky. If it's another, doesn't matter who, another guy from our politics, no. In these days, I think we already been talking about, not about Ukraine, about Russian part of Ukraine, you know. And, and, and let's go back to that. You, you had mentioned that, you know, Russia is really desolate. There's not really much uh, fertile field, so to speak north of Moscow and and it you know a lot of the country is fundamentally poor so you think part of this whole conflict was the fact that Putin needed because Ukraine is the breadbasket of of the world I mean we have yeah. there's a lot of products Wheat, that yes. come out of there and and the Ukrainian people are hardworking they're diligent they you know that that's that's another resource is the people but along with that is just the population and the farmland. Like it, it's just a, a country full of resources. I would think. And is that part of the reason you think? I think it's smallest. It's the smallest reason of this. Uh, he, uh, like everybody says right now, and I, I'm sure about this. He doesn't want uh, to show Russian people. Most of Russian population, they, how they know how live people in Ukraine if they never been on 
never like travel somewhere or see the world alone. It doesn't know. Um, when war, like few first few months of the war, uh, I was I have some channel uh, in Telegram and uh, where you can listen. Our militaries they cut the phone calls from the Russian militaries to his uh, them. Uh, they call to the families, wives. I don't know, mother, fathers. You know. Uh, and all those talkings, it was about uh, Ukrainian uh, cities, uh, villages. They was uh, wondering, they was shocked how Ukrainian people lived, you know? Like, mom, in this, we today in some village, and they have uh, roads in the village, like asphalt, you know, like this hard road. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they have uh, toilets in the house, like washroom in the house. They have... Plasma. They have, uh, uh, I don't know, laptops in each uh, home. Can you imagine? And it was thousands of same talkings, you know, between those uh, relatives. They still, uh, they still everything from those houses in on those areas where what they occupied. Everything, even women's underwear, TVs, all the jewelries, everything, clothes, everything. They pack everything and send to to the Russia. You, after this, can you imagine how poor those people? Hmm. So it it seems to me like they're just blown away by the fact because they've been told Ukrainian people are probably poor, just like you, and and they've probably been told something, and then yes, they see it, yes. and, they're, and they're blown away. And this is another big reason for Putin. He doesn't want to show. He doesn't want those population in Russia see how big difference between Ukraine and Russia in the real life, how we live and how they, because after this, they realize, oh, something wrong maybe with our government. Maybe they steal a lot of money. Huh? Come on. Because they live in the palaces, in the castles. I don't know how to describe those places for all those people around the Putin, you know. So... So where where are you at right now? Like what you, you told me you were every day was you know you were weeping and crying and and now what what is making it better for you? Is it just because you're getting more accustomed to Canada to the living situation? I, I mean, where where are you at right now with your family? Because obviously your husband is still back in Ukraine, but how is it going for you? For me, it's uh, much more better, of course. I think it's like last three, four months, uh, I feel like calm and more uh, sure about tomorrow. I don't know. I still I still uh, think, I still just praying like we will win this war, you know, because I don't want to lose my country. I don't want to lose my house and everything, you know. It's even not about them, what, all what I live in Ukraine. It's about the our beautiful country, you know. Uh, only after this situation um, you realize how deep you in with your people, with mm-hmm. your country, with your mm, roots, you know. Mm, and I don't want to lose this. I want to, I, I believe, like, truth, all, all, always supposed to win, yes, and kick mm-hmm. the s- shit out from our mm, homes. But for now, I'm. I feel better. My parents, uh, they old people, like they seven, around seventy, so they don't doesn't want to leave. I ask them, no, they don't want to leave. They want to stay. It's our home. We never leave. You know, Ukrainian like this, you know, especially old people. No, I never leave my home. No, no, no. I will die here. Doesn't matter what happened. Uh, 
Uh, and my husband actually he arrived here like one week ago. Yes. Oh, so. congratulations! Thank you, and I'm so happy, and my daughter very happy, you know. And I hope after this our life will be a little bit more easy because maybe I don't need to work seven days in the week anymore. <laughs> maybe only <laughs> <live> five. <laughs> well, Ukrainian people very hard working. Yes, especially in Canada, you should be, you know, to survive here. Oh my God, Kelowna, expensive city. <laughs> yeah, you have picked uh, one of the. It's a beautiful city, but it's also expensive to live in. That's for yes. sure. So, where do you see? Uh, you, obviously, you want to go back to Ukraine at some point. Uh, sure. That yes. would be that would be the dream. Um, so, just maybe tell us, talk to me about what what it was like, like the generosity. Uh, I know that uh, there's been different people coming through uh, Ukraine, going through the food bank, um, but. How has that been? Have you been able to procure some goods to live, like bedding and, and clothing and all that kind of stuff that you and your daughter need? Is that is that been readily available? Like, have, have you been able to uh, receive those goods, I guess? Yes. Uh, Canadian helps a lot and governments helps. In no way, uh, when I just arrived after a couple of weeks, I apply for the financial help. Uh, they give for us like 3,000 uh, Canadian for the adult and one and a half for the child. So it was very helpful when we just arrived here. But for me, see, I um, when I stay in Vancouver, I start looking for the job immediately because I realize oh, I need a job, I need to survive here. I don't know. Mm. I, I never know, like, who will help me, how it's happened, where I will stay. I start looking everything for myself, you know. So and uh, before I arrive in Cologne, I'll, they already hire me. So I find the job already. I had the interview online and everything. So for I feel e- much more easy already when I uh, drive here. So I find the host, the way I like the meet uh, Deborah. Mm-hmm. She hosting me like a couple of weeks, and after I find when I start working, I find um, my own place to live. But yes, food bank they they have a food bank for Ukrainians, um, and um, in Kelowna they have. Um, uh, Kelowna stands with Ukraine, this group, mm-hmm. uh, yes, and it's also very helpful uh, if you need, for example, when I move on my second uh, place, uh, uh, it was empty house, absolutely nothing, so I asked, I uh, went there and asked about if they can help me to find some maybe furniture or I don't know what, because it's totally empty, if you're buying it, I don't know how many thousand you need to spend, yes, and I will find the beds, and um, some tables and chairs. It was so nice, yes. And all those supplies for the kitchens. I was. Oh, it was very helpful, you know. And it and it, have you talked to other uh, Ukrainian people and uh, just about his, yeah uh, and and they are things. same thing yeah same things. If you need all those. Uh, uh, if you need something like what you need, you cannot do effort, for example, if you don't want to spend all those money for to buy new stuff, you can find the useful things already, but they're still good, you know? Why not? If it's mm-hmm. for free, you can take and come on, save the money for something else for yourself, for your children, or I don't know. Have you been able to find much information in regards to the conflict here? Like, you know, obviously you probably talked to a lot of people back home, but it seems like, and this is just my observation, but there doesn't seem to be a lot of coverage of the conflict in, in mainstream media in Canada, as, as much as there was initially, but it seems to have dropped off a bit. Have you, have you noticed that as well? 
Uh, I s- few times I, I stop in one moment I stop checking the news and watching all those uh, things on TV or something. But I I, I still checking sometimes. And uh, Canadian news it's very uh, truth in news. You know all what they uh, shows it's it's good. You know mm-hmm. it's really what's happened because I'm still checking the publics like. Uh, um Ukrainian publics in Telegram and uh, some YouTube channels uh, about real situation like I'm checking about my city my parents city like each city in Ukraine they have their own publics and news daily news like you can see everything what happened like today it's bombing like not bombing who killed uh, what's happened so this I still checking and uh, because I need to know mm-hmm. what's going on there but news in Canada is real I like it. It's very truth, truthful. Yes. Is there is there hope? Like, is there hope in regards to this conflict? Is there any kind of bright spots that that we can cling to? I guess. Hope. It's, it's just we're surviving because of the hope. I think. You no. Know? Mm-hmm. Yes. I'm. I hope everything will be good. And I don't know. Like everybody tell me and my friends and like. Ukrainian politics they say like in the summer it will be done we will win our uh, uh, we win in the summer we finish this war in the summer because they almost ready for this uh, huge attack for the Russian you know to kick them out from our territory almost ready because all those help what Europe and US sending those um, weapons and everything it's uh, uh, everything mostly in Ukraine so it's uh it's just it's surreal for me because uh you know we you just never hope or you, you never you never think about a war during your lifetime and and then here's one with with people and and uh, just being able to chat and and being able to get a real sense of it because again we hear things and we see and, and and it's just better I think sometimes to have a conversation with someone who's who's had a just a tremendous journey to Canada and uh, and it sounds to me like you're settling in well and uh, I I just my thoughts go to to you and your family and the people back home. Yeah, thank you very much. You know, for me, it's also very surreal. Uh, even like three, four months, months ago, if you start talking with me about all those things, I cannot talk with you. I just will be sitting and crying here. Right now, I'm uh, more calm, you know, and I can keep myself to explain everything. Because uh, for me, it's also surreal. Um, I remember my grandfather, he was in the, uh, he was part of the World War Two. you know. He mm-hmm. spent three years in the world, you know. He finished uh, his wave in the Berlin in Germany, and he always. We I remember I was small girl, and he talked with me about this. He gave me some stories and everything, and it was like you know, like uh, World War Two. It was like something. Oh my God, how this can happen? All those Nazis. When I was in the grade, in the school, in the high school, after in university, I learned a lot about World War Two. A lot. Uh, and I was, oh my God, uh, I hope it's never happened because it's 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 disaster. I don't know, it's so many people all was killed. And it's when it's happened again, it was like totally unbelievable. I, I cannot, I still cannot believe, you know, it's like, like you live here, sun is shining, everybody happy, you know, normal life. But people even here, sometimes I talk, I start, they don't realize, they don't understand it's really happened. They think it's somewhere, you know, it's somewhere 
I don't know what. But when you're next to this, when it's like just bombing and sh shooting next to you, it's like another feeling, you know? I remember when we're driving to the border, our um, bus driver, we're driving without the headlights, without nothing. All the s lights, it was switched off because uh, they were scared, you know, about the bombing or... Mm -hmm. it's, it, it's unbelievable, you know, like... And everybody crying in the bus, you know, women crying, children crying, all those pressure, you know, it's like. How, how is your daughter through this whole thing? Like, I mean, I'm curious. How old is she? She's seven. She will be eight in the April. She was like, when I start crying, she also starts crying because, you know, <laughs> mom, don't cry. But uh, I think for ch she's still small and she maybe she not realize. But she knows, she knows about the war, everything, and what's happened. And she hopes one of her wish on the new year when she's writing the letter to the Santa, Putin supposed to be killed, you know? Somebody should have killed Putin, you know? And yes. Wow. Well, can you imagine, like, seven-year-old, like... Mm -hmm. And they realize, maybe because in in a different way, but they realize, children realize everything. And she's supporting me always when I'm crying, Mom, I'm here. I'm here with you. Don't cry, you know? It's like... Oh, that's that's yeah. fantastic. It's just, it's uh, children give us so much back. Yeah. And that's that's the amazing thing. Because, yeah. I mean, they, they're they probably more resilient than we think. That's for it's sure. It's true. And I realized this only after when it's happened, you know? Uh, how important and, and how supportive they can be even the small brain small body you know and it's so strong you know big hearts yeah yeah well galena this has just been uh, uh amazing and, and really opened my eyes up to the to the conflict and i'm i'm i feel so badly about your your country and hope that there's just a better better future ahead that's that's what i wish thank you very much it was amazing like you put me inside of the situation again but i appreciate it people need to know more and and realize uh, like war it's the uh, worst things what can happen uh, always you can find a way and same language and uh, decision about any conflict but not war people and children uh, don't need to be struggled and killed for nothing you know very well said yes <laughs> thank you very much thanks galena